I used to love this place. Dad. I mean, the way the sun just rises over the trees, it makes the water sparkle. And how the moonlight dances all over the ripples, it's... It's just really something. We could come here more if you want. We don't have to sell it if it means that much to you. I could help pay. No. It's probably for the best. Dad. Yeah? Tell me a story. What kind of story? I don't know. A true one. Can you tell me about Mom? I mean, there are so many pictures of you and her here at this lake. You guys always seem so happy here in the pictures. Why won't you ever talk about her? We met here. She would always skip stones. <laughs> you never saw someone so good at skipping stones. They would just fly almost to the middle of the lake. She could get to 15 skips just gliding over the water. <laughs> I would come out onto the dock of the cottage across the lake. My parents would rent it for a week every year. We first started going when I was just seven. She was there every single year. The first thing I would ever do when I got to the cottage would just be run out onto the dock and look for her, and every time she was across the bay just skipping stones. It was weird. I was just a kid who couldn't keep his mind on anything for longer than five minutes, but I could just sit on that dock and watch her. This went on for a while, but Halliburton became more and more popular, so renting just got too expensive. I guess I was in my late teens when we stopped renting, and I just wanted to go back and see Redstone, Eagle, and Kinesis again. I didn't want to miss a year. I finally convinced some of my good friends to take a kayaking trip up to Halliburton area. I hadn't been back for three years. When we finally got to Redstone Lake, I was nervous because I didn't even know if she would be there anymore. It was the... It was the one thing in my life that remained constant, and maybe I would get to feel like a little kid again if I could just hear her skip those stones. When my friends were setting up camp, I took my kayak out by myself. I didn't have a light or anything to guide me, but I knew this lake. I paddled to that same familiar bay and listened. And as I got closer and closer, I could hear it. The small splashes of stones skipping across the water. Finally, after the majority of my life watching this girl from afar, I paddled up to the rocky shore and said hello. Hello, she said back to me, not even startled. Uh, my name is Connor, nice to meet you. I used to... She cut me off and said, rent the cottage across the bay. You haven't been there for a while. My name is Skye. Nice to meet you, Skye. Can I take a ride with you? Sure. So I took her on the kayak and paddled to the middle of the lake. I just stared up at the stars and floated where she skipped stones thousands of times. We continued doing this every night I was there. We would just look up at the stars, barely talking. I don't know why. She wasn't like anyone I ever met. She couldn't hold a conversation and she was obsessed with routine. But she said she felt safe with me, and for some reason I never wanted to leave her when she said that. I told her, Sky, I will always be there for you. What if we get separated? What if I lose you? She said. We'll meet right here, where you skip the stone, Sky. 
This is our place. If we ever get separated, we will meet right here. I promise. So you just kept going back? Yeah. Every year I would go back and we would just float in the middle of the lake. After five years, I became a part of a routine and we got married right here. My friends never got it. They never understood Sky like I did. People always said she was off. I would fight back and say I loved her. I was there for her. A year after the wedding, you were born, and that's when things started to get strange. As you got older and older, she wouldn't want to change her routine. She couldn't handle change. She didn't want to get rid of diapers, let you eat solid food. All these things became stranger and stranger. One day she had an attack of some sort. All I did was tell her we couldn't go to the Redstone because you were too young. She just started screaming and crying, and I didn't know what to do. I took her to the hospital. Everyone said she was physically fine. It wasn't until I took her to a psychiatrist that I started to get some answers. What did they tell you? Well, the doctor told me she thought she had Asperger's. They explained why she kept on repeating things and just wasn't able to hold strong conversations. I didn't want to believe it, but signs were there. Dad, what's wrong? Well, I told her we would go to the cottage. I told her we would go to Redstone. That's why she, that's why she was mad at me. It made, it made sense to go, even if it was just a couple of days. She was so excited. She left the night before with your grandmother while I was waiting to get off work and give you to the babysitter. She was late, so I decided I would spend the night at home and go to the cottage in the morning. I don't really know what happened, but apparently Skye was so convinced I was going to be there. Even when your grandma said I probably got held up at, up at work, she said I was going to be there and she had to meet at our special meeting spot. I told her. I told her if we had ever got separated, we would meet right in the middle of the lake. She drowned. She swam to the middle of the lake where she skipped all those stones to meet me, but I wasn't there. I told her that is where we would meet, and I wasn't there. Dad. It wasn't your fault. You did everything for her. You did everything for me. I don't think you should sell the cottage. You really think so? This place just seems too quiet now. Well, I want to come here with you. You never told me much about this place. Anyways, I'm going to head inside. You coming? No. I think I'll wait out here a bit longer. Night, Dad. Good night, Olivia.